are listening to Free Beers and a Movie. Nice. Hello and welcome to episode 52 of Free Beers and a Movie. I am Richard Laird and I'm with... Barry Neal. And... Colin McKay. And Colin, where are we? Uh, we're in the Raven. Um, it's this, this new place we've <laughs> We're always in the fucking way This is this is our place of res This is our, our station But no one's answered the question We put up on Twitter about them what was, Oh uh, right what I, was I the don't question? think anyone understood because the question Because I realised last night That the bar in Indiana Jones And the Red Lost Ark mm. yep. That Marion owns Is called the Raven, the Raven. Oh, And nice. the logo is very similar to the Raven here Yep and also, but then in here they have got a lot of pictures of like Edgar Allan Poe, and we've also got like Boston beers in the walls. I'm thinking, are they more towards the Edgar Allan Poe version of it? But then the decor's like a fucking ship. Like a ship, so we don't really know where they're coming from. Where, where, where the, the, the name Raven is. Maybe just ask it at the bar on the way out. Yeah, I went to that on Twitter. You know, I felt like, yeah. I, felt like I, put, I put the question out there, they yeah. should answer. Gives it more mystique. Mystic, yeah. 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 I, I want to know who in the Raven what's the Twitter account. Yeah. Good question. Yeah. I don't, know, I don't know who it is. I'm, I'm going to say there's a few of them. I you don't think, so? think it's one. It's, it's, not, it's not a consistent voice on it. I don't no. think so. No, I think they'll, they'll vary depending on shifts. I think that person will be like, "I'm out of here, fuck." <laughs> <laughs> and if, and if <laughs> it's anything like my Twitter account, you probably don't see it until days later. What? No, they usually have quite quick response. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, apart yeah. from that, I think they just. I think that the questions that we don't really understand. Yeah, they're confused by it. Yeah, yeah. I, hopefully that's the question at some point. I like. I would like to think it's the, after yeah, Marion's bar. Yeah, yeah, so that would be really cool. I'm more amazed taking the three. Was or particularly me and you, Colin, 50 quid to work out that we're in a bar named after. We are idiots. We are idiots, yeah, yeah true. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are you drinking tonight, Colin? Um, I'm, I'm still, still. You're teetotal, I'm still teetotal, so I'm drinking Pepsi. Shitting upon this entire concept, yes. Barry, what are you drinking as well? Pepsi. Pepsi, okay, shit. <laughs> Richard, what are you I'm drinking? I'm getting to feel I'm the only person doing the work for this thing nowadays, honestly. <laughs> and based on what I've been talking to you about earlier on today, when you have not done anything, any prep for this whatsoever, I feel that's very much true. I am drinking, it's called Cascadian East Ooh, from it? Stuart Brewing. Nice, thanks. It's an American IPA, but it's made, it's like done in Scotland, but it's done in an American style. Mm, it looks really light and. and it's not, airy. it's like, I think it's like fa- maybe 5.8 or I something. I don't mean volume, as in like drinkable like, oh yeah you know, very just, drinkable yeah, it's, it's very nice it's a little gassy is it mm-hmm. or is it yeah because it's made in American style American, okay. style, American stuff is always a bit more gassy yeah, okay. it's Scotty stuff you know very nice I like it a lot yeah, cool yeah first time I've had it but I'm, I'll buy more nice. also for the third week in a row now I guess being episode 52 this is like our what the queen we can have lots of birthdays we have three birthdays is this our official birthday now well kind of this is one of means but if you listen to one a week you would be doing 52 yeah, weeks you yeah. listen to us for a full year yeah. so happy birthday everyone that's listening that's to us for that long for the third time okay no more birthdays until 100 now okay that's it okay 48 to go um, but this is a really weird week because there's literally nothing out in the cinema nothing uh, no, no, nothing new yet, yeah. absolutely like look Nothing. We can't find shut up shop again. Yeah, basically, mainly because we've seen everything that's out. Yeah, well, that is a problem. That's a problem. So this week we're going to a weird kind of bastardised version of the podcast. We're trying to find stuff to talk about. So it's um, going to be free beers and some Netflix movies. Some Netflix movies, yeah. some just random stuff. We will talk, first of all, about a movie that is in the cinema that me and you talked about last week. Barry saw it as well. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. What do you yes. think of it? You know, it was actually okay, because nice. I'm a big fan of the Jurassic Perfect. series. Problem is... You can spot a mile away. Near the later part of the movie, it is setting up for a third one. Oh, yeah, fourth one. Or, oh, or fifth, sixth one, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or second it, one. Sorry, second one, the uh, yeah, 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 definitely, yeah. My other gripe with the movie was 
at the end they're trying to be all like, like happy about the fact they've released dinosaurs into the world I and, they were, that's really and they were all like oh you know what this is a new age for the world we're going to have like, to coexist and I was like and when you seen Blue on top of the mountain and I just turned to Stacey and I went sure as fuck we're going to coexist see Blue see the minute he gets a back package he's well yeah. fucking eating you put, like, a, you put a T-Rex into the world he's like yeah, that's just, yeah. that can only end badly let's yeah. be honest it's not going to work out well although as much as um, I, I shat in the film last week like proper shat in it because mm. I thought it was complete fish one of the best scenes that, that I've seen in a long time was the, the T-Rex and the lion going face to face in the jungle that, uh, that was a that really was cool. really really special um, scene yeah so overall I, I gave it 8 out of 10 Okay. Kong I gave it four. Kong gave it four. Yeah, he did not I like it at all. Barry, be, be the decided vote. What would you give it? I'm going to give it a six. Yeah. Just purely because, purely because you can see it's a, an in-between movie. Yeah. So yeah. overall, it's, a, well, it's ten plus, or eight plus six plus four is uh, eighteen. Yeah. So that's about six and a half out of ten, roughly six out of ten. But it's still shit. <laughs> I liked it. I enjoyed it. <laughs> It wasn't a bad movie, it's just there was a couple of cheesy moments in it, and I was just a bit like, ugh. And then, um, when I was watching the credits roll by, it's not actually made by Spielberg, he's an executive producer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's, he's stopped doing him a lot. The guy directed yeah. a guy called J.A. Bayona, who uh, directed okay. a film called The Impossible, okay. about the tsunami that happened on Boxing Day. Yeah, yeah. He also done one called The Monster Calls last year, wasn't it? Last year, Which is an amazingly good, really emotional, good film. He also done a, a horror called The Orphanage, which I think a lot of the horror stuff from Jurassic World, you can see that, that sort of echoed in the, mm. the Orphanage film. So yeah, he is actually a very good director, a really interesting director, and I think he will go into a lot like, bigger stuff as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Spielberg sort of takes a backseat to these things now. He sort of actually He's, he's still involved and he obviously there's a lot of Spielbergian touches in it I think throughout it but yeah, yeah. he is very much a producer on it now Mr. Spielberg's making money off of this oh, cash cow oh, yeah. of course he should do it's oh. happening yeah. Yeah. also uh, can we just point out that this T-Rex must be like a million and five years old because no because the first one was only set in like 1994 so, so the Rex is about two years between yeah. the, the three the yeah, so it's, like, it's, like, it's like 25 like years old no what amazing hybrid dinosaur they make that T-Rex always comes back swinging because it's a great spirit of the whole world time yeah that's right. Yeah, I always feel happy when I see the T-Rex on screen. It's one of the things, like, even like when we watch Ready Player One like this year, you see the Rex, you go, my God, it's the Rex. Like, yeah, I yeah. love the Rex. And you can recognise it as being the Rex from Jurassic Park more than any other dinosaur. It's like, that's that yeah. the Rex from Jurassic Park. But, so you, you enjoyed the film. Yeah. So yeah. we'll move on to some more home viewings. So I was all, yeah, that up. was that for me. It was yeah. uh, just one movie and done. I've seen nothing in cinema this did, week. Um, did your good lady accompany you to see Jurassic yeah, yeah. Did she like it? Uh, I, she pretty much liked yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just me that didn't like it. Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. you're you the, you in the whole entire world. Yeah, right, it feels like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know Colin wants to talk about a few things he saw. So, since there's so many films at Netflix this week, we'll go around the room, grounding on everybody wants. So, we'll do, uh, around Robin or? Yeah, so you picked the first film you, you want to talk about that you saw in the cinema, okay. on the uh, home this week. Okay, so the, the first home viewing um, I've done was a remake of the Korean classic called Old Boy. Oh, the, oh, you watched the Spike Lee version? Um, the Spike Lee version starring everyone's favourite, Josh Brolin. Josh yep. Brolin. Yeah. Um, oh, Thanos. Thanos was in it. Thanos was in it. Yeah, Thanos. Yeah. Or, or Cable. Or, or Cable as well, yeah. Or Mikey Blood from the Goonies. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we don't love this. Um, no, I decided um, to... Because I, I know from previous kind of reading up about it, it, it seemed to get a lot of hate. Did you um, like the original or the interest? I love the original. Okay. Uh, one, of, one of my favourite kind of Asian cinema films okay. um, but the remake got a lot of hate and, it did, yeah. and it's often when American remake Asian films they kind of miss 
they just don't capture the Asian-ness, I guess. There's uh, not many being this one. It's not maybe an Asian film in this one. I know, it? but it's based on an Asian film. I mean, yeah, the whole kind of concept of it, I mean, they, they, they call, <laughs> the way the original's written, that's not a kind of how Western movies are written, do you know what I mean, as no, well? I agree, um, I agree, but so, still. But I watched it, um, kind of wondering, you know, shit, is this going to ruin the original movie for me? Am I oh. going to hate it as much? And I enjoyed it yeah. immensely. Um, have you seen it? I have seen it, yeah. yeah. I've, I, can, I can only barely remember the original, unfortunately. I've not seen the original for a long time. I watched it in uh, university right. um, as part of a study, but I've seen um, I much more remember the, the remake. Um, you remember, it's Spike Lee directing it. Spike mm. Lee is a good director. He is a good director. He knows director. what the fuck he's doing. Josh Brown's a good actor as well. Yeah, Elizabeth Bolton's well. good in as well. She's in it as well. Cheryl Cope is a little bit odd in it. Mm-hmm. But it's, overall, I think it's a decent film. It was really good. Um, it suffered slightly from character development at times. Was a bit rushed because it's about twenty minutes shorter than the source material. Yep. Um, not always a bad thing. I think that I think American audiences have just not got the patience sometimes to, to, to kind of bear you know, with it. So slight character development kind of suffers. Some of the scenes are rushed along. Yeah. Mean, like, on to the next scene. On to the next scene. You, you know, come on, let let it be for a wee bit. Mm. Um, some of the eye-popping violence from the first the original movie was there but not as eye-popping or violent I think it's a 15 this one wasn't it with a 15 uh, whereas the, the Japanese version is a very hard and of course the, the, the now infamous octopus scene was nowhere to be seen there was nods to it, subtle references yeah, but, but um, have you seen Old Boy the original I one? have not there's a scene that, it's well known I'm not going to spoil it for anyone for fuck's sake um, but there's a scene in it where the, the fella eats a live octopus ok um, and Which, apparently when they filmed it he, he kind of had to do that scene four or five times as well yeah. which so is really a dish over there yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, literally they grab the thing out and the tank it, yeah. cut the tentacles off and give it on a plate and you see the tentacles still wriggling yeah. about with a wee bit of side salad I mean, the yeah, I don't it, want it don't want it I can pass <laughs> yeah, I can live with it if you eat it like if you don't just quickly munch on it, the wee suckers start yeah. biting onto your tongue. That's what I was going to say. When, oh. you, when you see it in the movie, you see it sucking to his face yeah. and stuff when he's yeah. trying to, you know, kind of get it down. So, so, so there was nods to it, there were subtle references, mm. but they never actually kind of went, went with that scene. But really, really, really enjoyable. Um, I would say, don't be... You know, people do this, they're douchebags, like, oh, but the original, and, you know what, go and fucking see it in its own merit and any enjoy remake, it. I think, what I think it that's the problem. Any people in remakes always say, oh, it ruined my old original. No, it doesn't. Yeah. You can watch a, a remake of a film and it does not... Yeah. Anyway, in Haber, you're a original. Yeah. Same like people, always people in this world love Scarface. Scarface is a fucking remake. Yeah. You know, yeah, and you're, yeah. you're enjoying that film. There's hundreds of films that, you know, the, the biggest film coming out next, the next year is A Star is Born. That film's been made about five different times. Yeah. If you dislike the new one, but you like the original, it or the, one of the other remakes, it doesn't matter. You and know, do you know what? The worst that's going to fucking happen is you might like it. You know uh-huh. what I mean? So, mm. fucking it, hell. It's always people it. don't want to like it. They yeah. feel like if, if I like this, it's somehow bad for not yeah. for liking it. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I would recommend Barry if you've not seen the original one yeah. watch that yeah, yeah, and definitely. the remake as well um, I think they both films. coexist in a, in a, the source material is similar but it's, I think they can coexist separately oh, and enjoyable absolutely yeah. absolutely. Um, if, I was, if I was going to rate it as a kind of cinema release I'd probably give it a solid 7 out of 10 yeah I'd agree yeah, it's, it's a really solid film no issues with it at all really yeah. enjoyed it right. uh, first movie done Barry you want to give it one of yours that you saw this week what one you going to pick it's only it's only one Netflix movie I've seen this week 
and that is a candy jar. Candy jar, which I've told both of you to watch, and yes. only Barry done his homework. It did take me four attempts, but okay. we smashed it today, so we're there. Well, it's directed by a guy called Ben Shelton. Yeah, it, it came uh, on the first outing for him and the writer. Yeah, they, they done a film called Waking yeah. um, a few years ago, but that's been a lot of, a lot of television movies they've done, a lot, of, a lot of TV series, sort of like episodic stuff they've done, and kind of YouTube stuff and that, kind of a lot of shorts, just sort of owning their, their trade and stuff like that. And Netflix is, which one thing Netflix is good right now, being an outlet for guys like this who maybe worked in the industry for a long time, either as like maybe first assistant directors, DPs, maybe even guys who have been like, on the set as other jobs, getting a chance to, to you know, step up and do something like this, and this is all, they give them a chance to do it. Um, so, give a wee brief idea of the plot, what's the plot of the film? It's about a guy and a girl who are both in the same year at school, and they both do... Hyper-competitive. Hyper-hyper-competitive hyper debating. Um, and then pretty much early on you can see there's a romantic twinge yeah. there and you just you're sitting there waiting for yeah, it yeah, coming totally, yeah. you know it's coming um, and then it's just about them kind of realising that sometimes life just doesn't work out the way they yeah. expect it and um, sometimes that's not a bad thing no yeah. no starring um, Jacob Lattimore from yes. Maze Runner yeah, yeah. He's the, one the uh, main star on it? No, he's not the main star on Maze Runner, but he's one of the guys in Maze Runner. I don't know who he is. And I'm not, I won't see that film once, I can't really remember it. And you've got Sammy and Gail. She's done bits on TV, but she's mainly known for Blue Bloods on, yes, on yeah, TV. Yeah. That's her big sort of like big kind of thing. You also get Helen Hunt pops up on it as well. Helen Hunt's yeah, always yeah, good. You've always. got Christina Hendricks as well. <laughs> that was a nice surprise. That was enjoyable. That was Dallas Price House. No. Yeah. <laughs> but that was a nice, nice surprise today. Yeah. When she popped up for the first time, I was like, ah, this has more of my attention. Yes. <laughs> Christina Hendricks will always gather attention yes. from ourselves. Uh, and also, uh, Uza Abdur is a, is a mother of yes. um, Jacob. She's well known for Orange is the New Black, she's in. Yeah. She's yeah. Sort, of, she's sort of big in that show. Which is, I think it's almost one of the first times you see Christina. It, and uh, Uzo, it was honestly Battle of the Boobs. Oh, what is it? It's, it's, there's the a lot going on there. <laughs> early, one of the early scenes in this calling, they're both wearing rather fit and tall, and you're just like, wow. Uh, <laughs> I suspect their attention was in the wrong part of the film. Possibly, just possibly. Just out here just now, boys. Well, the problem is it's a movie about like, a world that we don't really know about this. Anymore, yeah. Debating in high school and all that kind of thing. What do you think of the film? You know what? I actually quite liked it. It's, it's an, it, I think, I don't even know what rating it is, but it definitely deserves to be watched by a lot of younger people. Definitely, I think so as well, it's yeah. It's got a good life lesson in yep. it, you know? And that's what can and it, like you said, it's not a bad thing when things don't work out the way you No, exactly, yeah, yeah. You just go roll with that punch and move on. Yeah. You know? I'm saying, I thought it was nice, I thought it was sweet, it was funny, it is a lot of yeah. like, it was in a film called Election with Reese Wellspoon. No. It, a weekend, it could have been dark like that. Okay. But it does, it kind of steps back from the darkness mostly. Yeah. Um, it's a bit lighter than that. Um, it's more common, I think, with something like maybe a Breakfast Club type thing, like a John Hughes-iness. Yeah. Um, even maybe like, um, have you ever seen the documentary Spellbound about the spelling bees? Oh, I have actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You've got a feeling of that kind of thing mixed yeah. into it as well, but I, I genuinely really liked it. I thought it was really fun. Well, it's yeah. only an hour and 40 minutes long. Oh, it's really short. Yeah, so it's blast past. Aye. It's really enjoyable. Everyone in it is really good. Mm. Like, no one, the, the two young leads who are pretty much on screen for almost every scene oh, have got a, a lot of charm and like, can commit well to the film. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought the scene you were talking about the death scene in it, I thought it was completely unnecessary. I didn't think it, it had to be there at all. It was just there for me. <laughs> it was just to make you laugh. You shouldn't laugh at it, but you did. Because um, no, it was funny. No one else laughed at it. No one else laughed. Only you laughed at this bit of the film. Colin, I'm, Shame. I'm Shame. expecting you Shame. next week to back me up here. Um, but no, um, that was. I, 
thought it was a, I thought it was a genuinely well done yeah. Netflix release and probably deserves to be seen by a lot more people than probably it will get seen by unfortunately unfortunately it was something that didn't pop up on my recommendations I had to go and find it and I checked even Stacey's account right. and it's not recommended for us either so I don't know what demographic Netflix I think if you're, pretty, if you're watching 13 Reasons Why maybe it'll pop well, up on that's that that's what Stacey watched yeah she's not on top of that it only dropped on like Thursday I think yeah, so maybe that's why it's not popped up yeah. um, but I think it's the problem with Netflix right now is they're dropping so much stuff almost mm-hmm. on a daily basis that stuff does get it gets lost and it might mean like Happy dropped and we had no idea it dropped remember yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jessica Jones dropped I had no idea it was out I know Luke Cage is out next week I think isn't it also, uh, Coco's on Netflix now as well yeah, no, no one even knows it's on so it's like it's so odd that this stuff drops just it's there and it's you the, miss it yeah exactly yeah. unless um, you listen to three beers in a movie and we tell you what's on yeah. what do you think of it overall out of ten I'm going to give it a 7 as a sweet story it deserves its place almost right next to a Infinity Playlist movie from a few years back yeah you know it's just got that nice sweet life lesson in it but it's all good I enjoyed it like I'm the same 7 yeah. out of 10 really enjoyed it and Christina cool. Hendricks and Christina Hendricks I love Christina mm. Hendricks it's true that that got it an extra point maybe I, I, honestly I think it does yeah, yeah. honestly it does yeah you <laughs> shell creatures oh, you shell angel creatures she's an angel an <laughs> angel call <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know she was in it that's, that's made it even more enjoyable Colin next song you saw you seen, sir? It's round robin. It's my turn, sorry, oh, yes. Yeah, what are you watching? Um, well, on another Netflix film, I watched another Netflix original. Oh. Um, it is a film called Ibiza. Sounds really good, Richard. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I keep on seeing this trailer popping up everywhere. Like, this, this is getting pushed. This is, one this is one they're pushing more. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Um, directed by a woman, or a gentleman called Alex Rickenback, I think his name is. Right. Um, it's his debut film. Okay. Done a lot of shots as well. Again, guy stepping up to the plate, trying to yeah. show off, you know, do his thing. The plot of this film is, in briefest possible terms, is lady is working with an advertising company, gets sent to Spain to close a deal. Well, in Barcelona, she falls in love, or infatuated. Is that a waiter? Please tell me it's a waiter. No, it's a DJ. Ibiza, um, dude. DJ is it? No, it starts out in Barcelona. <laughs> DJ then playing in Ibiza, so the three friends all decide to go to Ibiza to try and pursue this DJ. Of course they do. And that's basically what the film is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, starring Gillian Jacobs, who we like from Community. Oh yeah. Yeah, she's in Community. Um, Phoebe Robinson, Vanessa Bayer, Richard Madden, who plays one of the fucking starts or something on Game of Thrones. I don't know which way. Is he Scottish? He's Rob Stark. Rob Stark, okay. Yeah. I know Game of Thrones, I don't know any of the characters' names. I have yeah, never seen one episode of Game of Thrones. I know purely as there's a small man in it, there's a woman who has her boobs out a lot, and there's like a tall man. He was in the film Idris Elba with a cop, where he's kind of helps out Idris Elba. We've seen it um, last year, he was in that. Oh, okay. So, they're all in it. <laughs> and honestly, this is one of the worst pieces of shit I've seen for a long time. Thank it, you. It is awful. It's a real shame because the cast are, with the exception, of Rob Stark who's in it um, the cast are all trying really hard you know Gillian oh, Jacobs he's not trying is he he's just he's a shit actor I think I think that's all it really comes down to because um, like remember like Game of Thrones is made up entirely of fucking like Hollyoaks casting all yeah. the Starks bad actors I think so apart could be. from Sean Bean Maisie Williams 
Yeah. Is, is she a good I actress? Like or is she good. a good actress? Is this, mm. is this movie? Or you like Bridesmaids, don't you? Yeah, I like Bridesmaids. Yeah. I can't even say it's, maybe it's just this movie's not for your demographic. No, no, definitely. Because I like Bridesmaids. Yeah. I like. Um, I even like the first Hangover film. Yeah, yeah. I even like sort of like the kind of body stupid comedy things like that. Mm-hmm. I enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. Point is, there's no tension in this because essentially everything they try and do, they succeed at it very easily. Oh, okay. There's no sort of like I think like oh my god we're in the desert we've got two hours to get somewhere and we have no car to get there how do we get there that kind of thing there's nothing like that shit everybody seems totally like yeah you're sort of woozy going along with it doesn't give a shit every character in it is just sort of really dull Jacob's character as much as he's trying to have it she's a fucking awful character she's shit at her job and then people feel sorry for her because her job almost fails because she's fucking crap at it and it's like I don't want you to succeed because everything you've done is just for your own self mm. nothing towards what your job was um, also a story seems like I haven't watched the movie but a story seems very very unbelievable like how many people do you know would be sitting in a one place and then their pal falls in love with someone and then next thing you know they're pure chasing them to another part of the world you're like it's- I like to think like a few friends who would like me to do that I like to imagine they would like me to do it <laughs> I bet like but we wouldn't follow you. We'd be like, right, yeah, cool. Bye, Richard. Catch you later, Richard. We're, we're going back home. If you're, if you're that's the thing. A good friend will tell you goodbye. A good, Stick a, a rock, please. You know, a good friend will tell you go away. A great friend will be sitting in the bar with you. You know, that's yeah. it. Sitting in the jail cell with you. Um, but you, you seem quite almost angry. I mean, I, just, I hate my time being wasted. And yeah. I knew, as, I, as soon as I put it on, I go, this is going to be a waste of time. I felt like it was a waste of time. But I'm always hoping to be surprised. Every, every day yeah. is Christmas Eve. You hope something's a surprise. Yeah. And based on Judge Jacob, I thought I like her as an actress. This could be really, this could at least have something. And there is a few funny moments. I'm not denying there's a few moments that made me giggle. But it's just, it's just overall, it's just it's so fucking dull and boring. Oh, and just yeah. devoid of any sort of tension and, and interest. Do you, do you think with Netflix being the this is a kind of bread and butter where they do take chances like yeah. this. Do you feel this ends up hurting the director and the writers with a relationship with Netflix? No, I don't they, think so. No. Because I think it's Netflix, they, they seem to be quite open to if things don't go well, they're still going to give someone a second chance. They've done the whole series of things that didn't really go down well the first time around, they've given another chance and they've given, that, they've given more opportunity to it. Um, and also, I, mean, I think it's also well, we've all said, we've said constantly in this podcast in the last couple of months, which is Netflix is committed to doing so much new material mm. that um, if it does something, it's not going to succeed. Yeah. For, for every auction, there will be an idea for. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing. So there will be always a failure. Is it aimed at. Because I can't imagine the demographic. Is it the Love Island audience? Possibly could be that audience, but anyone, anyone who knows, but I, that is a very relevant, very relevant reference. Yeah. So well done. Yeah, I know, I know my shit. A couple of ladies at my work. <laughs> Sorry, I meant Love Boat. No. Yeah. A couple of ladies at work um, are fans of Love Island, and they thought they'd watch it, and they basically said to me they thought it was utter right. shit. They actually it's just, it seems to be it's, 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 it's just a bad, bad film. Bad film. Yeah. Maybe it do- that maybe explains why it is getting pushed. I mean, like I'm seeing it maybe every third YouTube video is boom that's the advert so that could explain it the Love Island connection yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to give it 3 out of 10 boom bad fucking you, you heard that one in Ibiza yeah Fuck bad one sick. a bad yeah. one yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, mine was amazing okay when you went um, I am so fucking pleased with myself so that way when you just find a wee gem and just after you believe yourself you're just so happy and like yeah. wow you like you just want to shout out to the world 
fucking watch this film. Hey. This is that film. The film called? Um, the, the, the film is called The Similars. The what? The Similars, as in I'm similar to you, you're similar to similars, me. Similars, right, okay. Um, the director is Isaac Esban. Okay. Um, this, this is um, a Mexican sci-fi horror genre piece. Um, it's... It was made in 2015, yeah. um, and it, it takes place in one evening in a bus station in 1968 in a town just outside New Mexico City. Okay. Um, people kind of start having this torrential rain pouring down, like horrendous, horrendous rain. This, this really bad storm that's been on for days. People have seizures, and then when they come around, they start. Changing. I, I don't want to say how to change because you need to see this. Is it a body it's, chat? Is it body snatch type thing? N- no. no okay. I, I, I can't. I don't want to ruin it because it's okay. so good. I want you to. Is it on Netflix or on Amazon? It's on Netflix. Netflix. And I'm urging you to watch it. Okay. But, but the change. Um, it's filmed in black and white with a green hue, so it looks like a 1960s oh, nice, film. Yeah. Oh, nice. The music is very kind of Hitchcock kind nice. of thrillery, so it feels like a 1968 film. Right. Okay. And the acting is just. Perfectly pitched for you know for what it is. It starts and ends with like a voiceover Twilight styles on, oh, and it cool. feels like you're watching an 18 you know 60s episode of the Twilight Zone. Oh, it awesome. was absolutely beautiful, and I was just so. There's times when you're thinking, what the fuck's happening? What we're watching, and, but you get to the end, you're just so happy. Um, the, the thing that I would say is. There seems to be a lot of. I mean, I, I like Mexican beer. Mm. I love Mexican food. I might even say I like sombreros. Um, but I don't know a lot about Mexican culture. We all kind of know the day to the end and stuff like that. But it makes a lot of references to, I believe, it was set in the same year as the World Cup was in Mexico. And that was 72, was it not? 68, I believe. Um, no, because no World Cup was 66 and 70. Well, we're running about it anyway, but it's okay. just before it was, but there was um, some riots in a town um, that there was like between two and three hundred people were killed um, by the police um, right, okay. to, to kind of try and quell a protest and stuff like that. There's a lot of references around that and dissidents and stuff like that, which okay. maybe went over me a bit, right. but I think you can watch it and that that stuff's irrelevant you know right. it doesn't take anything away from the fact that you're watching a horror sci-fi film okay. but there is a political statement in there as well if if you're looking for it if you're looking for it the way Dawn of the Dead are doing it the way yeah, um, most, more so yeah. um, but it, it, it's Wonderful, wonderful film. Um, I can't, I'm, I'm so, it's so really here you sell a film. So this. so happy. I, I can't believe I watched it, and oh. like, I want to watch it again, and I want you to watch it, and I want to make everyone watch Should it. Add it to my list. I've wrote it Is down. It, so. um, subtitles or English? It's subtitles. Okay. But you know, I mean, I've not got an issue with that. I'm quite happy yeah. to watch subtitled films, um, and I, I would give it a solid nine out of ten. Wow, uh, because one. it was just so. Fuck it, yeah. brought joy to my life. Nice one. Yeah, I feel this is in six months' time. We're going to be sitting here as always always and I think this film's going to be in Colin's top 10 can be it's 2015 it came out uh, uh, it was in my top 10 for 2015 retroactively it's, it's knocked off something oh, it's shit, quite yeah. fact check it was 1970 the Mexico World Cup right, so was it, it was two years, years wow. two years before it um, okay. it, it was yeah. well done fact checking yeah. thank well you done. now that I have signed up to the Wi-Fi, I can now <laughs> check <laughs> now he's an official member of the, the team he's now going to check shit for you, you guys we, are going to be fact checking we now can't talk nonsense yeah. anymore <laughs> 
Barry, your second film, or third uh, film maybe, but you've got as well. This was a film four recommendation by the two of yes. oh. oh yes. Though I do feel there's gonna be half we're gonna have you two are gonna have to explain a lot of this to me off okay. here. The Greasy Strangler. Yes. 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 I mean, we are fans of the Greasy Strangler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, the I'm kind of half in, half out. Okay. Not, not really <laughs> sure. Much like the Greasy Stranglers at times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not really sure what to do with it. And also the ending, I was a bit like, what? Like I said, there's going to have... You discuss best. ending off, mate. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. <laughs> Overall, what do you think of it? Definitely probably one of the weirdest things oh, I've yeah, ever seen. Oh, yeah, without question. Yeah, one of the weirdest things. But I do believe that as people stone about Hollywood like that, like, I th- yeah, I think that's the point. There is yeah. sort of this sort of like hanging on to a dream on with it, almost like the coattails yeah. of like that industry. There is it's a like caricature, that. but not yeah. too far removed from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. they're not that different. The guys you see like sort of on TV on Hollywood Boulevard, who are like sort of like I dressed up as superheroes, yeah, man, in your picture and all that. Exactly. Nonsense. They're basically yeah. they're those guys, but it's like just take to the nth degree. Yeah. You know? yeah. And even there was a. Uh, uh, fitness documentary I watched and they interviewed like this 50 something year old guy who was still living in his van outside Gold Gym and he was doing this in the same era as Arnold and uh, oh. uh, the other yeah, uh, looking for his big lip pickup but it never came and he's still doing it he still believes it'll happen yeah. to him because it happened to them yeah, yeah, yeah that kind so of thing, yeah. I can't it doesn't feel like too detached yeah. you know because there's like him there and I assume this is what people in Hollywood are like yeah. so yeah uh, apart from that it was like it was just so weird. Give the basic plot of Greasy Strangler, if you can. Do you know what about what I love, right, is if people say to me, what's it about? I go, yeah, the title sums it up. Uh-huh. It, it kind of, yeah. you know, yeah, it, yeah. it is. It's about a Greasy Strangler. Yep. They also, they, they also run, the, the guy who is a Greasy Strangler runs a business. Yes. Where you can run about... Hollywood Hol- Disco Tours. Hollywood yeah. Disco <laughs> Tours. <laughs> Which, once again... Doesn't feel too far from the truth. No, no. <laughs> like the um, stars of Hollywood. Yeah, like yeah. Home yeah. Home, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, but within that, you've got sort of like these guys living their life. Father, son, live together. Yeah, yeah. But um, a very odd relationship with Son meets a girl, dad steals a girl from the son. Yep. Son tries to steal the girl back. back from the dad, but all the while the dad is the greasy strangler, yeah. who's basically a guy who covers his in grease and strangles you. Yeah. Um, and he also happens yeah. to have like a, a, a fucking 30 inch penis, yeah. for yeah. whatever reason. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is about average size, I believe, people. Yeah. That is and, pretty much the greasy strangler. And loves wearing disco. Close. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But it, it doesn't. It goes all. I mean, it, it goes for it. it does at no point does this film, you know, rein itself in. It's no. Like, you know, it, 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 I, I know what I'm. Here you go. And try and compare it to anything is almost impossible. Yeah, yeah you, you can't. Can. Like, yeah. That, that's why like, I ended up recommending it to two folk at yeah. work because I believe that if I've had to be suffering this, everyone Everybody. needs to start. It does seem to split the audience. Like people will either yeah. love it or will hate yeah. it. There is a real kind of divide in that respect. Oh, it's definitely one of the weirdest things I've yeah, seen. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to embrace that, you're into that sort yeah. of like. That odd and very indie kind of feel yeah, about it. Yeah, you yeah. will definitely enjoy but it. But if you look for a more linear. Oh, you know what? Something yeah. I did really like about it, sorry. The fucking soundtrack was awesome. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's good, yeah, yeah. It, it sticks in your head. Yeah. Yeah. And what me and Andy were talking about as well, because me and Andy watched it about, about a year and a half ago. Yeah. And to this. Oh, I was about a year ago, good. Yeah, about a year ago, yeah.
what we still do to each other is we'll kind of wind each other up and it'll be a bullshit artist and that's yeah. it's, but it sticks so well yeah. it's got these like iconic lines and they're just yeah. and like I'm not the greatest singer and we yeah, still yeah. do it a year later do you know what I mean so that's how much it's just ingrained right. there can I feel some people compare it to The Room mm. you know the I think I don't think it is I think The Room's no. a terrible film this yeah, is actually this a good is film, a good yeah. film. Yeah. but it will yeah. divide audiences definitely, um, definitely. out of 10 Barry what'd you give it? Then now I'm gonna say I'm, I'm gonna say six. Right. It could be pushed to a seven once she's explained the ending and okay. the other bits. Just retroactively, would you give it out of ten? Colin? I, I, would give I it. feel really sad though. Like, it is a sad film. It is genuinely sad film. Like, see when he killed like certain characters within it, I was a bit like, oh, why did you kill him? Yeah. Yeah. Don't kill yeah. him. Um, how disgusting is the pig though? Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, it's fucking gross. Remember that uh, noise? Yes, yeah, it's yeah. horrible. I, I would give it a, a solid eight and a half. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving it a nine, yeah, because no I've really embraced yeah. it in some weird way. It just goes for it in a way that no one else ever has, and it works. I was most annoyed it did not get a cinema release up here. Yeah. It was only in like the, the art house cinemas in England, yeah. like the DVDs, which I saw I saw on DVD. Yeah. I would love to be an actual audience to watch it. That would be it would something really special. I think, I think that would have been a very quiet audience. No, I think the opposite. I, I think lots of chuckles, laughs, and guys. Yeah. I think, you know, definitely. I think yeah. you've got a high walkout factor. I think mm. so, oh, definitely. Because yeah. early on as well, because yeah. you know, it's straight in, there's yeah. not a lot of fucking about it. Like, we watched the first 30 odd minutes, paused it that night, and then we watched something else. And then the next morning, when I came back, I started that again. And I did have to kind of, like, right, just sit with it. <laughs> just sit with it. Because it's only like 90 odd minutes. Yeah, it's, it's a short not film, long. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't labour. Yeah. So, I uh, So, but I liked it. I think he punched the guy in the face or something. He done something to a guy's face and it pure caved in. And I just buckled because yeah. I was like, this is so silly. You will, you will laugh at that's yeah. the point, yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, so, Music Strangler's recommendation from all of us. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Why not? Like, like you said, it is one of those movies that you do kind of need to see yeah, just to be like, you know, you've got your perfect triple uh, A Marvel movies. But go to the other end of the yeah, scale yeah, yeah. and see how you feel, yeah. you know? Yeah. Dip your toe in the watch sometime. Ah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Richard, yeah. which you? Last time I've watched a film called My Blind Brother, oh, which stars Adam Scott, and I can't remember the other guy's name. He's Who's uh, Adam Scott. Is he the guy with kind of serious looking face? He's like Daniel Brühl, but not. Is that him? Am I right? He's out, he's in. Um, is he doing Campus? Is that Adam Scott? He's in Campus, yeah. Campus, yeah, I know he's, he's, in, he's yeah. a dad in Campus, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've got him. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, Daniel Brühl, but not quite as intense. It does a little bit, actually. He's also the guy <laughs> called Nick Kroll in it. Yeah, I don't think he's in. I think he's in that the league. I think he's in, which is one I really like him in. Anyway, basically, Adam Scott is blind. Nick Crow is his brother. Adam Scott likes to compete in marathons, and Nick Crow is basically guide. Okay. Yeah, right, right. the guy who runs with it. So, Adam Scott is beloved by the town because he has this guy who makes all this money for charity, and he's blind, and he's like, he's like the handicap kid. Everyone kind of loves him. Nick Crow meets a girl. Nick Crow pulls a girl. Nick Crow is going with a girl. Uh, but the girl basically doesn't give him his number after a one night stand. There's a girl called, uh, played by Jenny Slate, really good actress. Um, and she goes away into the world. Um, Adam Scott's kind of meets a girl, and it turns out to be this same girl. So basically, the rest of the film is Nick Crow trying to convince the other girl to leave his brother and come with him. I'm, in, I'm actually intrigued. Yeah. Um, is, it, is it a comedy? It's a comedy, but it's a dark comedy. Is it, it gross out? 
No, not at all. No. I would dis- no, it's not. It's not a gross. It's, it's a more romantic comedy, actually. I right. would say there are there is some bad language in it, I suppose. But it's, there's yeah. nothing. There's no sort of like like sort of like gross out humour in it. Yeah. It's very much done by the situation. You know, at one point they're, maybe they're making out on the couch, and like the blind brother, then they try to like you know sort of very slowly get dressed again. You know, to make sure the brother knows what's happening. <laughs> very concerned about all things. And also, the blind brother is a prick. Like he, no one can say that to him because. He happens to be blind and he's doing good things, but ultimately he is a dickhead at most Do you know what I think? Hollywood tends to make blind characters assholes, yeah. don't they? When you think about Sentable Woman, um, here though we were seeing evil, this one, did they make blind characters all these assholes that because yeah. they're blind they can be dicks and yeah. get away with it? And that's kind, of, that's kind of the point of the film, like, he's a dick, so you can, you're almost, as much as you don't like the Nick Kroger, you're like, don't steal your brother's girlfriend, you're going, I kind of do want you to win this because I feel like he doesn't he's deserve this girl. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a very sweet, it's a nice romantic comedy, it's a, nice, it's a good sort of like Sunday. Afternoon watching that, so we watched it, yeah. and I, I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. Nothing. Where did you watch it? Sorry, it was on Sky, so it was okay. on like, Sky movies. So I don't know, but definitely better than the one we watched after it, which was Ibiza. Uh, so yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's Mind Actually, really yep. enjoyable. Added it to my list as well. Yeah, nothing. Like I said it's not going to rewrite the rules in, the, in terms yeah, of like yeah, sort yeah. of a, a random comedy. Before it is, it's funny, it's witty. I love Jenny Slate as an actress. She's so good in this film, and she deserves to do more work. Out of ten, sir. I give it a really solid seven. Well, solid seven. Yeah, it's decent. My last last and final movie is a film called Maze. Um, which I found on Netflix. Um, I'd seen it a few days ago and I thought I'm intrigued by that. Um, it's all about the maze prison in, in Ireland. Um, okay. Set in, I want to say the 80s, um, when 38 convicts managed to escape from yes. the maze prison. Uh, yeah. um, and it's basically the story of how they plotted to escape, how they planned it, and eventually how they escaped. Um, I was expecting something similar in kind of tone and stuff like that to what was on with Jack O'Connor 71 uh, like that um, or maybe Hunger um, where you know it kind of gives you back to Bobby Sands uh-huh. and unfortunately this one goes in very very heavy handed with the kind of IRA side so it's kind of pro-IRA in it yeah yeah it yeah. does you know it, it kind of it's quite thick on you know here's why they've done it here's their cause and it's right their cause and stuff like that and that made me quite sad because you know I don't need a film force I'm, I'm clever guy I can make my mind up you don't need to you know, whitewash me and force shit down my throat. I think so. coming from Glasgow, you're, you're basically surrounded by the whole Republican it, it, shit anyway, all yeah, the time, so know. you don't need, and also the, the films you've enjoyed most of the Irish problem, the Irish, the Irish troubles, has been the ones that show a, a modicum of sort of like equality, you know, yeah, absolutely. showing what side, either, yeah. either A, show both sides point of view, or B, show the stupidity of both sides, you know, don't, don't just, it's, don't favour one side. That's what is, it's a really good story, it didn't have to pick a side, yeah. um, you know, I mean, it's fucking guys escaping from this prison, oh. Amazing, you know, something like Arnold Schwarzenegger could do as an action yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't need to, you know, justify why they done it, and, oh. you know, or you don't need to justify why yeah. they done bombs. I don't need to know that. You yeah. know what I mean? Don't, don't kind of you know, try and persuade a turn me. You know yeah. I mean? don't, don't do that. Like, to me. like you said, with 71, you mentioned 71 is a survival film. Yeah. It makes no, it doesn't matter what, if he's like, pro IRA or There's no right or wrong in it. There's no bad a guy surviving in Belfast. That's exactly. all the film's about, yeah. is him surviving. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and this unfortunately missed, missed, missed the mark that. Yeah. yeah, and it was really. If, if, you, took, if you stripped out the um, 
like the sort of very political nature of the film? Would you, would you it, join it more? It would have been a really good film if yeah. it wasn't for that. The acting was solid in it, the directing, a wee bit kind of cheap at times, but these things aren't made in a big budget. I think uh, the Irish Film Board sponsored it, which is why they could probably get away with so much heavy handedness yeah, in terms yeah, of, yeah. you know, but where, where they kind of pushed it and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but yeah, I was d- d- disappointed um, overall by the end of it. Um, I would give it five out of ten, so, right, possibly so, four and a half. But someone, someone that is of the Republican persuasion may enjoy it a lot more. I think, I think definitely they would. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think they would. I mean, you can watch Hunger. There's no point you come out thinking, oh, yeah, you know what I mean? I'm now, you know, more, I, that's more like, than you don't watch Hunger and go, yeah, yeah, he's a hero for doing that. He's like, yeah. you're a fucking idiot for doing yeah. that. I mean, I get why he did it, but mm. still, I don't think it was possible. This film is the polar opposite. Polar opposite, right, okay. Um, and it just took a lot away from me. So, yeah, four and a half out of ten for that. Nice, Barry, right. anything else you watched this week? No, it's been a. Uh, aye, that's been it on yeah. the movie front. It's I'm so the same. done a movie. So, what Richard asked us to do that me and Barry have done hastily. Because it is we're turning it's the fifth of June today. We're halfway through the year, so it's a a moment to take stock, it's sort of state of the nation, state of the cinema, um, and see what we think overall of cinema this year. Fucking chambers. We need to do a Marvel movie in this week. (laughs) (laughs) So we've done a a top five of the year. So far. So far, and no particular order. Well I've got a wee order, but Uh, overall, what do you think what do you think of the year so far? What's how do you think it's been? Been all been been a year of, kind of, a year of sequels really. yeah very much so yeah. it's you know, a franchise sequel thing is again yeah. there's not a lot of originality out there so far um, it has been a lot of you know pigtailing on the back of the last big kind of smash and pop but what originality has been out there has been very good I think yeah well, definitely yeah, 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 definitely. yeah. there's been a good, a good bunch out there um, I did manage to find five quite easily though. Mm-hmm. I think that's the problem. I think that's when I was looking through my list as well. I think it's the five I really liked. I really liked. Yeah. Yep. And the other ones just sort of, you know, just sort of falls away from that. Um, so we'll start with Barry. Barry, what's your number five? Uh, downsizing only because you started it, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> because I was in it for a brief uh, one second. Yeah. Uh, but I liked the concept, but the film did kind of fall away from itself yep. really quickly. But I liked the idea of it. Uh, I think at the time of recording, I think we discussed it was it was felt like an extended Black Mirror episode. Yeah, I think, I think, we, I think we all agreed that the first two thirds excellent, final yeah. third really off the rails. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I didn't mind the final third member. Uh, and it was the first movie I really came across because I was always looking for that number five slot and yeah, it was yeah. the first movie I came across that I did pack up on the list that I enjoyed that I can remember so yeah. so number five Mr Lairds uh, I am going to go with it's a toss up um, I went for Ladybird uh, by Greta Gerwig nice. which I, I nice. thought was a really really sweet really honest sort of like depiction of youth in a way yeah um, also I'm a, as we said before that film that was the one that was based in like South California or something yes yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, you really do like your slice of life yeah, I, know. I do enjoy the slice of life movie I don't always need to see a start middle and end so yeah. I just need to see some, I mean, like, something a growth of a character in mm. space of 90 minutes I need something need to see that boy stuff like that yeah that's kind of stuff yeah boyhood is one of my also like boyhood that's what I meant even like we've talked before one of my favourite films is Clerks always like Clerks is a it's a day in a life of that's yeah. all it is there's nothing more than that um, so I do enjoy these some moments in time um, and I thought we obviously we talked before we are massive fans of Sasa Ronan yeah. um, I thought she's phenomenal and yeah. even more from watching that film and then watching the one I watched a couple weeks ago the Chesil Beach film which yeah. played a totally different character and I think she's done them shot them quite close together and it's like oh, you're just so good at what you do that you can go from one to the next and it's just oh, it's so amazing and um, I just, I just really enjoyable film I think it, it got a lot of press when it first came out he got some Oscar buzz, but then he kind of died away, and I feel like it should have got a bit more. Yeah, it should have got some 
something. I don't know what we get, but it felt like more noise. I think the more people should have seen it, and I genuinely really enjoyed it. I thought it was a really good film. Yeah, I like that one. Cool. Um, I've, I've, I've not put an order to mine because I, like, I like all of them, but um, yeah. if I'm going to, if you're going to force me to put in an order, do you fucking order. order on that? Seizures. Um, game night. Game night. You enjoyed game night. I, I really, really Is enjoyed game night. Because game night surprised you a little bit. I, because we, we all had it paid. The trailer didn't release. The trailer did not sell the film that trailer, well. I, I was. Actually, I liked the trailer. I think it just. I think it was just a light-hearted fun. It was generally quite funny. Yeah. Yeah. I, I chuckled, I came out and I, I felt uplifted and I was yeah. like, you know, skipped home and that was it. Do you um, expect when your top ten end of the year? I don't think it I think it's going to drop off yeah. gradually. Um but again I've said this a lot before but classic good example is when we went to see Chef. Uh-huh. We came out all buoyant happy and we loved it. And when you read the reviews on Chef, it gets... Did you want to go back into the kitchen after Chef? I yeah. did actually. We can come in here after yeah. Chef actually for but the first time. It, it does get very weak reviews and mm. it's, it's not a good film and paper stuff for that. But I think who you're with and, and how you're feeling and stuff oh, like that. And I think I just went to see that film that night and I was in a wee happy it mood. A good play. She was in a happy mood. We both just enjoyed it. And that was it. Yeah. And I think you know, who you're with and, and the mood you're in affects what you're watching oh, as much as oh, the mood. Yeah, it's definitely it's one of my favourite films. Chef, or yeah. yeah, it's just a nice overarching yeah. story. And watch game night. If you if you saw that maybe the night before the night after, you'd yeah. probably go, eh, it's alright. Yeah. But yeah. you happen to hit it in a night when you need, maybe you needed that kind of film. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, 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 it just something I really, yeah. it just, uh, you know, made me, made me happy. I generally enjoyed that film. I th- yeah. Like more than I thought I would. I generally quite enjoyed it. Absolutely. Barry, number four. I feel six months time. I feel this movie is going to be a lot higher. Right. Maybe. Maybe. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Coco. Ah, we love Coco. Oh. It's Coco this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. this year. It's yeah. like late 2017 ah. in America, we oh, yeah. got 2018, yeah. Just, what needs to be said about this movie? Yeah, Visually just... stunning. Nice story. Just Pixar at its absolute finest, travelling at volume 11. I think it's, it's like Disney wrapping a blanket around yeah. you and just saying, it's okay. Aye. Give me that big hug and say it on you. You're okay, Barry. Just watch Coco. Yeah. It's fine. That's what Disney do. It just, just soothe you. Oh, it was just. I just absolutely fell in love with it. And it was a movie that you probably really, you probably really shouldn't fall in love with it. Like, there's not really much. There's not really much of a depth to the story. But, no, there's not. But see, when you're sitting there watching, you just get absolutely. It's full, so full of charm, and then yeah. the final five minutes oh. is some of the most beautiful, most yeah. brutal animation you've seen since, like sort of like *Day of the Fireflies*. I think it's just—it's so emotional, and just so consuming. You're like, ah, it's just a beautiful piece of that yeah. film. Yeah. And just, it just be a piece of filmmaking. And as I found, as um, who was it? Maybe Chris Miller or Phil Lord put up on Twitter the other day that said. Uh, animation is not a genre; it's a medium. Yeah, and I think that's a good point. Like this yeah. is not a genre. It's, it, yeah. That story could be told in live action if you wanted to. Oh, they chose to tell an animation, an animation, and that is still beautifully done. You know, regardless mm. of how you see that film. So, what I, the, the palette, but it was amazing. The color palette was just for not uh, stunning. Oh, to look at. Wow! Yeah, every, every scene is just yeah, uh, just eye candy. Yeah. And just little, little just trinkets of information in there as yeah. well. You know, and you're just like, this is an absolute fine piece of. Work, yeah, absolutely know. phenomenal piece of work. Um, also interesting on Pixar, um, Incredibles 2 is out in America. Yeah. Not out here yet, but it's getting fantastic reviews, which is good to know, because yeah, yeah. I am really looking forward to that one. Um, my number four will be The Shape of Water. Ooh. 
which I know was mocked at the time. Yes. When I, when I first mentioned it, it's been a, a dark horse for the Oscars. Fish fucking movie. Fish fucking movie, I don't care what you say. I thought it was a beautiful piece of cinema. It's like proper old school throwback to sort of the 1940s, 1950s. Yep. And I, I thought it was absolutely beautiful and I absolutely loved it. And it's a really nice love story as well. Yeah. All kinds of interactions. A woman and a fish. A woman and a fish, that's what happened to be. A woman and a fish, that's Captain what happened to be. Um, but I honestly, like. Even said at the time, I think I think it wasn't even could, could nick the Oscar as well. Yeah, yeah. It came pretty close to yeah, all the yeah. I know, I know. They yeah. on the Oscar, we got a bit of buzz towards the end of it. Yeah. Um, and the Super Bowl not pick up like a lot of the stuff one, apart from the main category. Well, one best film. Yeah. It won best director as well, didn't it? Yeah, it won yeah. best film. Did it win best film? It won yeah. a lot. Um, I mean, it had nominations everywhere. I picked mm. up a you know a clutch Oscars as well. Um, I'm sure it did win. It definitely won best director for. Richard um, is now fat checking. And now fat checking. Definitely won best director. So is not to leave the point. Um, that's on my list as well. So I'm going to make that my number four movie as well. Which mm. I'm just uh, there is a lot of movies I've noticed on. It your did win best, best yeah. film as well. Yeah, there is a couple of movies on both of your lists that I haven't seen yet. Right, okay. That's why I'm saying like my top five now could end up getting okay. all reshuffled. Yeah. I thought mine could definitely reshuffle. Yeah. This is oh. just raw feeling at this moment in time. Yeah. Um, Colin, number uh, of yours. Same as yours. Super lot. Super lot. Enjoyed yeah. it. Really enjoyed it. Yeah. As you say, getting a good old-fashioned Hollywood storytelling done well. Done well, and it's, it's why you love. It's kind of why you love cinema. Yeah. yeah it makes you love cinema more. Um, Barry, Mr. Deadpool 2. Fair enough. Right in there. Right in there. Uh, I, get, I remember saying at the time, it's one of the first movies I've been in where the whole audience was actually like proper belly laughing, even having little like sniggers to themselves and all that in between gags, you know. But again, that seems like again what we're talking about with Colin with Game Night. It's a film that maybe the, the experience of seeing it yeah. is as important as the film itself. You know, if you saw yeah. that maybe on DVD by yourself watching the house one night, you go, it's alright, it's good, it's joyful, I'm laughing at it, but it's the, the, the sort of the, the community aspect of seeing it yeah, with an audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 400 people, people laughing. People laughing. Yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. It's a waiver. You know, mm. after it goes through the cinema, and you just swept up in it. Why cinema is a thing? It should be yeah, embracing the joy that it does make that film something, something you should share. Yeah, yeah. Good choice, sir. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mine, three billboards oh, outside of Deming, Missouri. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Ah. Um, I again, it's just it's it's hard to fault it as a film because it is such a well done, yeah, well yeah. done piece of noir filmmaking. Yeah. It is dialogue driven as hell, but it's you know fantastic done dialogue. It's not, it's not, it does, it's, you know, it's not labour and dialogue. No, it's no. Fucking punches. You've got man. amazing performance. I mean, Frances McDormand obviously won the award for best uh, best actress. Yeah. But everyone in that film is fantastic. Even people, you know, Sam Rockwell, brilliant in it. You've even got the small man. Um, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, yeah. who gets the, probably one of the big performances of the year in this one after giving one of the worst performances in Infinity War. It's a bad performance. Uh, it, is. it is a bad performance. So he's got range. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's only in this film for maybe what, 10 minutes in this film. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. totally buy into him completely. Stole those scenes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone in the film who has a moment in the film brings their A game. Yeah. And that, for that point, it makes it a great film. And it's a well told story as well. Yeah. And a really interesting and kind of an original story to an extent. You know, it's, it's not something I've seen many times before. Yeah. Also, just to show my sensitive side as well, just in case you think I'm a heartless bastard. Oh, yeah. Cried when they all died. I did have a wee chuck. I did have a wee cry to myself when, like, um, Woody went out to the shed. Yeah, I was, I was yeah. a bit like, oh, I can't see this today. Yeah. Your <laughs> no. heart shrunk just a wee bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I'm going to go with the three billboards. Nice. Uh-huh. 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 Number so, three, we're on Infinity War. 
you liked it, you enjoyed it, it's big cinema, big, I did, big, big I, did, cinema. I did enjoy it. Um, I don't think I enjoyed it as much as the anticipation of going to see it. I think that's the point of it, yeah. I mean, I was like, it was good, but it wasn't, you know. The, well, that's the problem, it was like hyped up just before it's released to something crazy. And it can, like, nothing. Nothing can, to live that, yeah. Nothing yeah. ever lives up to yeah. the hype that things put on it and the fans and internet puts on whatever like, I don't know, you, you we know? saw it in the cinema it was a full pack cinema yes. and you actually when the lights came down for the BBFC which then showed the name of the film you felt a genuine like absolute ripple oh, of exciting. genuine excitement yeah, people yeah. just like, like felt you could sense it in there people were excited about this yeah. um, and like to, to try and even nail some of that excitement into the film like, it was so hard to do we've talked about in the past you enjoyed it more than I did I thought it, yeah. I thought it had fault but I still overall, overall enjoyed yeah, it immensely yeah, yeah. Um, um, I thought it was like, and thought it was the fact that you didn't put it on screen deserves all the awards because that's that fucking to actually get that thing wrangled together yeah. is more amazing than anything else. Yeah, the story characters in one place. Yeah, yeah the story had some ups and downs and it had tonal problems and it had like yeah. some storytelling problems, but to get that fucking thing on film is phenomenal. Yeah, to be able to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I can see why it, it's pure blockbuster popcorn. Exactly, just fun, but not quite the legend that it was ah. maybe made out to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's is Infinity War the end? No, 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 no. There'll be so this. many more of these films. Why, why did I think that? Why I'm sure they've that? got these 50 yeah. fucking fans. Your children's children's children will be watching yeah, Marvel yeah. films. Aye, but I mean, like, is Infinity War the end of that story? Nope. No, 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 it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely a part one of part two, yeah, of two parts, two, yeah. yeah. Okay, so there's okay. more to come, what's more? Barry number right. two, I believe. Uh, oh. So I'm just getting over the problem. <laughs> yeah. Ready Player One. Yes. This movie came out and like I was, I was sitting there expecting a bad movie, and I got the complete opposite. Yeah. I sat there just with a stupid grin in my face, constantly turning to Stacey and being like, "Assassins, that's such Did you such. see that? Did you see that? Holy yeah. shit! Ah, uh, this was just our childhoods wrapped up. Yeah." And flung on a screen. Absolutely, yeah. It was, and, and it was better than the book. And how many times do you ever say that? Yeah, it's so rare, yeah, it yeah. It's yeah. very rare. Yeah, I agree. You know, oh, what I would say is, what, one you, more. I'm happy not having more. I think the problem is, you're just saying it's our childhood wrapped up. It is, but no, no, I meant to do that. Uh, more, more so, mines, I would say, oh. than yours, sir, because I'm an eight child. Um, but I let um, my teenage son watch it, who is 16, and he thought it was a bit boring. Right. So I think a lot of the references are aimed specifically at us. Yeah, yeah. Um, I agree. Oh, it's got a sweet spot. Yeah. But he, he's like, I mean, he's a gamer, so I thought, you know, you'll relate to that part of it. And, and I, I mean, I was, no one was more surprised than me when I said I thought that was boring, Dad, but it's just, I just thought, especially with the ends of thinking, like, you know, sold them for the weekend. it's not aimed at 16-year-olds, it's aimed at 31-year-olds. Yeah. It's aimed at us, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. And that's that, what I was thinking, you know, a lot of those references, they don't mean dick to him. No, yeah, they don't, yeah, anyway. they don't, yeah. they don't. But I would say, maybe the time he gets, maybe, 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 and he's... Mid twenties, maybe thirty, he might have sort of went back and embraced the sort of eighty stuff. When he watched that film again, it have a lot more meaning to it. Or they'll do Ready Player Two, where Love Island is like this thing that no you one remembers. You've watched Love Island now. That's, you, are you watching no, Love Island? No, no, I'm not watching Love Island. They'll <laughs> be all Love Island playing Fortnite. Ready Player One is my number one. Like I, 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 I really. I, like I said, I, I, 
you heard the point when I'm talking about it. I, yeah, I absolutely I loved it in every yeah. way. And it's, it's the only film I've seen twice this year. Yeah, it's, it's, it's well. like you know a wet dream for a geek. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the problem, I was coming off uh, the book as well, and I was I was a bit disappointed with the book because the book was hyped up to yeah. be something that it's really not. It's all yeah. just full of like references. Like every page at least had one reference and on it's it. And you like, down your throat. What the film yeah. done a lot better was that was, it, it was everything was sort of more backgroundy stuff. Yeah, you know, you, yeah, if, you, yeah. if you notice it, that's great. If you don't notice it, you don't lose it. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of video game stuff in it, which yeah. I didn't really get. I'm not a video gamer as much, so I know there's like Halo and all that kind of stuff in it. Yeah. I didn't really get that, but I got all the film stuff. Yeah. So if you don't get it, if I didn't get the Halo reference, it's like I don't lose it from not getting the Halo yeah. reference. Yeah, you got the so oh, yeah. yeah, so that to me makes it a lot better. So now that you've shot your load early and told you number one, one Richard, yeah. which your number two? <laughs> number two is also a Spielberg film. Oh, and I believe it's not on your list, Colin. It's a film called The Post, which is... So you're an idiot. I'm not an idiot. This is a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful movie. And the fact that he's number two and the um, regular one's number one shows you the genius of Spielberg and the fact that he can put this kind of film together. It's a com- totally, completely different from yeah. what Ready Player One is. Yeah. It's, again, old-fashioned filmmaking. It looks like it's up from the 70s or 80s. And it just is a brilliant piece of work. And I think it, it just shows... And not only that, it's a more important film for this time and it sort of shows what kind of the world needs to be right now and it has that point if I remember right like, did these films come out really close together can I remember together. you talking about yeah, it yeah close together he shot them both at the same time he basically shot Ready Player One yep. then when all these special effects shit was getting done uh-huh. he um, went and shot the post and put that out so it's, it's not dissimilar to what he done with um, okay. uh, Jurassic Shindler's Park, list, like Jurassic um, Park. Yeah. he shot Jurassic yeah. Park and he was doing all the special effects Jurassic Park he was also shooting Schindler's List you know and the fact that guy had, like, I mean, he made the post in Ready Player One Spielberg was in the mid 70s mm. which is phenomenal to be able to do that in your mid 70s he still the, the drive and push the do that. I mean, he's a master craftsman, you know. And there's no, no two. There's no other guy in the planet who can make a film, two films, so completely tonally different yeah, scale yeah. and audience wise yeah. that these two films are. And the fact he pulls it off and pulls it off, in my opinion, brilliantly. I know you disagree with the post, but in my mind, brilliantly, I think it's, it's, it's a phenomenal achievement and it shows why he is the master of all, like, all cinema. Yeah, cool. yeah. yeah, so I love the post. Cool. Yeah. Colin? Solo, I've really enjoyed it. I know it's. But, uh, You've got to remember, like I'm, I, I'm who that film's aimed at. That, yeah. I, I am we, that. We that. missed you. We yeah. missed you a couple of weeks back. I we needed you there. Star Wars is, you know, I mean, I'm fucking living dying. Star Wars, you know, yeah. that's basically. And for me, I know they turn it out of the year now, but keep mm. it coming. Because there, there is, you know, there is this core audience that they do want to know yeah. why he's called Han Solo, no one and they do want to know how he done the castle run. No one What's your surname? So, so the only part, that, you know, the, the worst thing in that film that, that absolutely, like, almost offended me Ooh. was the bit. I think it's him and other kind of talking, and other kind of says, "I'm upset," and he turns and says, "What did he say to him?" He said, "I don't care." No, he says, "I know," which now makes the thing when he says it to, to Leia and Jedi, not Jedi, Empire Strikes Back, when Leia says, I love you, and he says, I know, it basically means that's his catchphrase. He's not saying it because he's fucking cool. I don't, I don't, he's saying it because it's a catchphrase to him. They just, I mean, and it, that, make, that takes all the fucking no, badass comedy from that scene. I think if you're aiming the film at the Star Wars audience, which is me, then I think we need that. We need, no, we you, need to know that that's hands. Oh, I get that. I, I'm, I'm comfortable with it. It's fine. Don't buy it. 
But that's, um, I, I really enjoyed it. It's so you enjoyed it at this point? Uh, yeah. I enjoyed it as a Star Wars yeah. movie, but I also enjoyed it as a space western yeah, as well. Oh, I, I think that's what we agreed at the time that if it had any other name slapped on it, it would have been probably got a higher rating. But because it's tied into the Star Wars universe, then. To us, it brought it down to you, but still. Yeah. Yeah. Nice one. Barry, your last one. Your final choice, sir. I mean, I mean, by they're going to bump heads here, haven't we, sir? Maybe not. I think we are. Quiet place. I'm, I'm, a quiet place. It's not on my list, but only narrowly missed it. But I think on a rewatch later on in the year, I think it might bump up again. Well, I've already watched it twice. Right. And it holds up the second time okay. around. Uh, Did you watch it at home the second time? No, no. Cinema yeah. twice? Yeah, yeah. Maybe because I do genuinely forget movies very right, okay. quickly. <laughs> so sitting watching it again, I'm like, oh, what's happening here? Yeah. Uh, no, this movie... It just it changes the dynamic of what I want now from like end of the world styled movie, yeah. you know. And it, I thought the road was grim. Yeah. This just this just takes it to the next level because you cannot communicate with people that you're right next to, and it's like eh, that is grim. Stripping like, back your basic humanity into yeah. your dad, I, I'm pretty sure I said at the time if I was in that world, I'd probably just blast myself in the face straight away. Yeah. At least in the road, I'd give myself a fighting chance. Yeah. Nah, that's. I think as well, this film, though, what I do about it, it sort of fundamentally changed the audience who went and saw it. Yeah, yeah. The audience was forced to be silent. Yes. You can't talk during this film. If you talk during this film, you ruin it not only for yourself, but for everyone else around you. So that's that's what makes the film even more incredible. The the audience not only saw it, but the audience embraced what it was. That's that's it. I know when I've seen it, if you dropped a pen, you would hear it. Yeah, there's something not far away from me eating popcorn, and you heard them after about a minute, realise, like, I can't eat this popcorn. Yeah, I remember Lorraine trying to eat stuff as well, and she was the same. She was like, Mm, that can't can't do it. I did find the first sitting was better than the second sitting, only because, not because of, like, crowd being there, but purely because because my position was wrong. Right. If you were seeing this in the cinema, you had to be in the middle of the room right. for the for the sound. Right, okay. Uh, when things were up, I know it didn't happen often, but when there was sound, you were better to be in the middle of all the speakers. Get in the direction. Because yeah, cool. a lot of it bounced. I didn't realise until I seen it the second, second time, and I was like, oh, that doesn't feel right this time around. It uh, doesn't have that punch, that because yeah. there was a couple of jump scales, you know. Yeah. Um, and again, just to avoid labouring the point, me and Barry are, are in agreement with the number one movie. Uh, Mind is a quiet place as well. Is it a quiet place as well? Really, really enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm yeah. kind of thinking, I want it on my list as well, yeah. but I couldn't really knock anything off right now. I can, I can think come December we'd have this discussion again for the top it's 10. Could be there. I think it'll be there. definitely there. It definitely will be, because again, just, that's absolutely phenomenal. It's been a long time since I've felt so tense yeah. watching the film. Yeah, and that's thing you're yeah. genuinely yeah. fearful yeah. in the film. Yeah. Yeah. And you feel for everything in the film. Just that, that scene, when she stands on that yeah. nail, even thinking about it, I still go, because you, you know it's coming. You know yeah. that's the yeah. thing, is you yeah. know, and you're like, fuck. Boom, I, boom, I can't do anything about it. Yeah, yeah. So, amazing. So, yeah. And I've I, I done a really good job in kind of like keeping the cat monster tight human things like kind of hidden for right. a good chunk yeah it's a, it's a Jaws theory the, yeah. uh, the alien theory the, the less you show, show the monster yeah. the scarier oh. it becomes yeah. as soon as you show it on screen for the like, full body it loses any impact yeah. if you keep it hidden then it's scary yeah. it's, it's a haunted house idea you know it's very oh, it's perfect, perfect. Uh, 
Is that a good solid top, top five for everybody? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Do you expect then. these top five to still be in your top ten coming into the year? All of them? I think uh, one or two. Right? Yeah, one yeah. or two will be able to definitely make it in. Yeah, I think so. Think so. Yeah, I can. I'm looking at my list. I can only maybe see two of the now that I can see maybe dropping off. But what do you think will drop off out of your list? Out of interest? I think Deadpool and downsizing. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Possibly Infinity War and um, maybe Solo. Game night dropping off. Use no. Uh, no. You maybe have a better understanding about what's coming up in the yeah. next six months. I don't. Um, a lot of stuff we might not find out about really until like sort of later on in the year yeah, because yeah. they'll start pushing after like, like sort of festivals and stuff like yeah. that. But, so you always get to be surprised things yeah, coming yeah. in. There's a few things coming out. There's one got a lot of coming age stuff. There's one coming. I can't remember it right now, but probably very very good as well. There's a few, there is a few things coming out. You go, that's quite interesting. I'm looking forward to that. But I think we won't know about it until maybe a month before we then start yeah. ramping up the advertising. After the blockbusters are out the way as well. Yeah, yeah. No we pretty much blockbusters out until about. August. In August, yeah, yeah maybe pretty much like August thing. September, October, November is when we start seeing the films that we sort of tend to like gravitate and enjoy mm. a lot more. Yeah. yeah. I, on that note, I think I'm probably going to get slapped the minute the recording stops, but I keep on seeing the trailer for Skyscraper. Uh, Dude, I'm in. I'm in. I'm uh, in. together. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's not out next week, but what is out next week is, um, Got it. <laughs> is on Monday, really not out Friday, it's a very strange yeah, way of yeah. doing it. Um, sort of the anti-World Cup film is um, Ocean's 8. Ocean's 8, yeah. Which I'm actually quite intrigued by. Yeah. Maybe not well, but intrigued by. You've also got on Friday, which is one I'm looking forward to a lot, is Super Troopers 2. Yes. And that, big, that, this has to live on. Because Super Troopers is one of our favourites, it's yeah. an absolute yeah, yeah. belt of a movie. Uh, and also, a film has been called The New Exorcist. Yes. Um, it's one called Hereditary which I am <sighs> so 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 looking forward very to very yeah. hate to see yeah. it looks something special yeah um, good cast solid production behind it it looks something that looks quite yeah. intense um, I'm, not, I'm not digging all these like things I keep on seeing people are saying struggling to watch the yeah yeah I mean, I I hate, take I that with a pinch of salt obviously yeah, 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 and anyone yeah, yeah. says compare it to the Exorcist you go well let's decide later on in life yeah, yeah. Than Exorcist, but like, yeah. it does look something that could be really interesting also something that might give you the chills which yeah. has been a long time coming so, yeah. 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 But that, that's all out next week um, Colin tell people where to find us yeah you can find us at all the usual haunts uh, that's the number three beers and a movie on Gmail on Instagram and on Facebook so feel free to like us tell us what you think of our opinions what's your top five is it better than Barry's worse than Collins Greasy Strangler how big is his penis <laughs> let us know what you think you've been listening to Richard Barry and Colin and we are three beers in a movie